today seems like a great day to win a million dollars, I would say. I suffer from a debilitating condition known as atropic shockitis. Peter's one of the greatest depositors I've ever seen. Trust the process. Let's go. Let's go. I got auto match with Levitan. This is bullshit. If I just go the other way in that 66, I win all the money. All the money. If I had 150 lineups, I'd win too. Process over results. Hey everyone. GM, 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 how are we all doing? I'm broadcasting live from my hotel in Miami. I'm tilting a little bit because I ordered coffee and I asked for, uh, I thought this would be a big pot and it came with two cups worth. So then I just ordered another one, but this time I ordered two of these. So we are going to get interrupted at some point so I can get more coffee, but uh, we're going to talk through the slate. Hopefully my audio uh, isn't too bad here. I'm on my my laptop. I am missing my, my battle station, my monitors, all the good stuff, but uh, feeling good about this slate. We have lots of options, lots of different ways we can attack it. So we will talk it through. And uh, we'll figure out what's going on here. So how are we doing in the chat? GMs all around. GMs, GMs, GMs. Good to hear. Good to hear. Coffee or results. I need more coffee. I need it bad. I need it so bad. They said they said they can only put three cups worth of coffee in one of these. And I said, what? And then I said, then I'll take two of those. And she's like, why would you want two? And I said, because you can only put three cups. I'm tilting so hard. Holiday in robe. Uh, no, what is it the, we're at the, uh, JW Marriott. Don't dox me, bro. JW Marriott, um, here with the, um, uh, here for the TOC live final, uh, went out with those guys last night, uh, had dinner with my friend, Patrick Laird and his girlfriend, Bryce. That was a very fun time. Um, and now we are here to, to try to win a million dollars. We are going to, uh, be doing tilt space tonight. We are firing, I think we're going to do three teams in the $2,222 Millimaker contest. So excited about that. Um, but yeah, I, I will say I've, I've been trying to build some lineups this morning. And it is really hard because a lot of the best tournament plays are, are expensive plays. Like you look at how little ownership Kamara and Eckler are projected to get, but then you start to build and it's really hard to fit those guys. Um, you would have assumed with so much COVID stuff, injury stuff, that we would have had some value opening up at wide receiver, but it just has not happened. I mean, outside of Braxton Berrios, who's probably going to end up being like 40% owned in contests just because there's absolutely no value elsewhere. Um, I did really want to bully the Sims, though, because he's he's popping. He's popping in the Sims. And it, it makes sense. Right. Just there's no value. So to get to some of these, you know, the, the most optimal lineups, you're going to have to find some kind of pump play. But um, I am going to try to do it without uh, Braxton Berrios. I'll pull up the Sims here and we can uh, you guys can see what I'm seeing here as well. But let's see here, trying to do screen share on a tiny computer without my coffee. Um, we are running the Sims here. 
And you can see, right, oh, finally, we it, when I ran it earlier this morning, uh, Braxton Berrios was the top guy in the Sims, and I was tilting that pretty hard. Uh, but now we do have Jonathan Taylor and Antonio Brown up there. Braxton Berrios, Montgomery, Renfro, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen, Sony Michelle. I mean, so you can go through those salaries. I mean, almost everyone up there is a pretty expensive play and or incredibly chalky. Um, you know, Antonio Brown, David Montgomery going to be, you know, two of the most popular plays on the slate. I would not trust this product or project uh, projected ownership on Braxton Berrios. He's going to be much, much higher than 8.2% on this slate. Michael Carter is kind of interesting to me. I, I haven't been building with him, but just with Tevin Coleman ruled out. Um, I think that's, that's pretty interesting uh, to me, just knowing, um, he's not going to be losing rushing work, you know, to Tevin Coleman. And then also if they're trailing big time against the box, he should catch a bunch of balls. So I, I don't mind that. Um, but, uh, it's tough. It's tough building out there. Uh, shout out to Casey. Casey won, uh, the hundred dollar spy free roll on our deposit kingdom stream on Friday. Was it? Yeah. Friday. So I'm free rolling Casey in the spy. I will see you at the top of the leaderboards. Good luck today. Casey. The losers win again, says Pete doing the 777 three max. As of right now, I got an Allen, a Dak and a Mac Jones as my three QB stacks. Got Kyler as a strong fourth. Um, I think there's too much opportunity cost at quarterback this week to use Mac Jones. I mean, I think Allen and Dak are, are awesome, you know, quarterbacks to roll out double stacks with. Um, but I personally would switch out Mac Jones for a Trey Lance, a Tyler Huntley, um, you know, I, I, maybe you get up to a Mahomes, but I don't think, uh, Mac Jones has shown a ceiling and we know how much they're going to run. They're going to have a big lead. I think if you want exposure to the Pats, like if you want big exposure to the Pats play Damian Harris and Hunter Henry in the same lineup, um, without the quarterback, because Mac Jones has just not shown a ceiling as a quarterback. So I think that's a little too galaxy brain for that contest. Uh, a three max 777. So hopefully I can talk you off a of Mac. Uh, but otherwise, uh, I don't mind Alan Dak. I think Kyler, um, I, I think he's a great tournament play. I don't think I'm going to have any Kyler just because I'm only building a few teams and I want to use Huntley and Lance. I, I really need the salary savings at quarterback to kind of make some of the plays I really want to make fit. Um, but yeah, I, I'd, I'd swap out Kyler for Mac Jones if that's your fourth option. The small brain brain play today. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, one of the kind of my pivot for my punt play, um, I am liking Cortland Sutton. He's basically the only guy down there. If I really squint, um, who I think could kind of pay off. Um, and it's just a no man's land down there between like Michael Gallup down to Braxton Berrios, um, you know, it's really, really hard to find stuff down there. So, you know, Cortland Sutton at 4,500. Um, I think he projects decently. I kind of like that game. I like Eckler. I feel like no one's going to be playing the Chargers really today. So uh, Sutton, I guess, would be my small brain play of the day as of right now. Yep, we are boots on the ground in Miami. Um, thank you. Yep, uh, Eric Bimefor and I have that sweat in the underdog BBM finals million dollars up top. Although I will say I was just uh, crapping on Mac Jones. We do have Mac Jones uh, on that team. So I guess I wouldn't mind uh, a Mac Jones explosion. Um, to, to, to second favorite game for TOC to not give away the sauce Pete uh, for TOC. Yeah. So I have 10 entries in the online final 
Um, and I am rolling out um, a bunch of different stacks. Um, I think if you are rolling out kind of the chalkier ones, which I assume will be Buffalo stacks and Dallas stacks, I think you just want to be a little different at running back. So instead of using your Patriots running backs and your New England running backs um, with those, I'm mixing it up. I'm using New Orleans running back, using Chargers running back, just trying to get a little unique off of kind of the chalk monster builds that I think a lot of people will have. Um, is Harris playing? I assume you mean Damian Harris? Uh, yeah, I, I Damian Harris is good to go. Am I worried about Ramondre season? Uh, I mean, I love Ramondre. I think they both could have monster games. Was it... It was early in the season when I think they just completely smacked the Jets. And what, didn't three of their running backs go off? It was Harris, Ramondre, and Brandon Bolden. Or, or maybe it was a J.J. Taylor and Ramondre wasn't even active that week. But I think the Patriots can certainly support multiple running backs going off here. Inc. says, could it be one of those weeks where we look back and wonder why Cup was so low owned? Well, I don't think we, I don't think he's actually going to be outrageously owned because I mean, start building with Cooper cup. Like you run into dead ends really quickly. You have to go cheap quarterback. You have to use probably two sub six K running backs. You have to use a cheap um, tight end to make it work. So I, I think, I think cups ownership is going to be in check. I don't even think you have to look back and, and wonder about it. I, I'm pretty sure he's, you know, going to be around 20%. I don't think it's going to be anything too outlandish. It's just really, really hard to build with him. T Money Time says Eli feels like the best tourney play at running back. Yeah, I like Eli Mitchell a lot. Um, I think one of my main kind of late swap things that I'm going to be uh, to be working on is um, or building with um, Chase Edmonds or Eli Mitchell in in my lineups. Um, it sounds like James Conner is going to play. Obviously, if James Conner doesn't play, he uh, Chase Edmonds is like the smash of all smashes. But if James Conner plays, it's a little more complicated. But so if you leave that $6,000 there, you know, with uh, Eli Mitchell, you can either roll out Eli Mitchell or you could pivot to Chase Edmonds if James Conner, you know, tests it out in warmups and isn't good to go. So, yeah, I, I love the Eli Mitchell. I like having the fallback with Chase Edmonds. What is up, Willis? Yes, we are from the hotel. I'm, I need my coffee so bad. Holden says, hope all is well. Who are you picking for more points, JT or Cup? I mean, just raw ceiling. Um, I, I, I'll still take uh, Cooper Cup. I will still take Cooper Cup in that PPR format. Uh, I think he could just have a monster game against the Ravens secondary, but it, it's close. They're both good plays, but again, they're both really hard to build with. I haven't gotten to a JT team. I've been trying to fiddle with a Cooper Cup team where I use uh, Huntley, but man, it's also tempting to, you know, use an Odell, use a Sony Michelle and kind of fade that price tag and all that stuff. Um, Lunchable tossing out some true uh, Galaxy Brain play. Kendall Hinton all day or Damian Harris down in the bottom poop pit? Wow. I don't know if I've ever heard that phrase before. Poop pit. Um, yeah, Kendall, Kendall Hinton, Hilton, whatever. Uh, he hasn't been on my radar. Um, Harris, I guess, is fine. Uh, I just think that offense is going to be so low volume from a pass perspective, uh, the Saints. So it's not it's not my favorite thing, but I get it. It's tough out there in the poop pit. Um, while we're talking about the poop pit, Allen Robinson at his price today. Yeah, I mean, the price looks 
looks wild. Um, you know, Allen Robinson, who we think of, <laughs> you know, a, an elite, uh, an elite, uh, a wide receiver. And now he's 3,800 and, you know, projecting for the same amount of points as Braxton Berrios life comes at you fast. Um, same thing. I mean, it's, it's, uh, who are we getting at quarterback today? Uh, is it Dalton? Um, yeah, that game's just going to be super gross. Um, has a awful, uh, implied team total for both the bears and the giants. So again, if you're trying to access ceiling, I, I don't know if we've seen enough from, Allen Robinson to, to make that work. Um, but again, I understand it's tough out there. Redraft question, Lockett or Darrell Williams? Um, yeah, I mean, I think Darrell's safer. I think Darrell's safer. Um, if, if it's full PPR, I think I'd definitely do Darrell. Um, thank you for this contribution, random bot. How does Waddle look in the Sims? Um, yeah, let's check this out. Um, how does Waddle look? It looks like he's not, there he is. So um, he is showing up here in the optimal frequency, 8.3% of the time. And I think this ownership is going to be a smidge high on him. I, I don't really think he's going to be 11% owned. I guess he could be. Um, I was kind of looking earlier in the week. I thought, oh, maybe an AJ Brown, Jalen Waddle um, mini. But I kind of started to have some concerns about that game. We do have some weather concerns. Uh, Kevin Roth sent me over stuff to include in the newsletter. Uh, it's supposed to be really wet uh, and rainy there throughout the game. Um, I'm kind of just worried about that being a slow-paced game. Um, the nice thing, obviously, about AJB and, and Waddle is they just have such huge market share of their receiving. Um, but I think on this slate where we do have so many games with potential to shoot out. Um, I want to be very um, picky with my spots and I don't think I'm going to do a mini there, but I don't mind like a one-off AJ Brown, a one-off Waddle. Um, but I don't think I just want to play that game to shoot out. Pete, why is no one on Kamara? I mean, it's because there's just so many, you know, other good plays at running back. Basically we have the three value plays, um, that are going to catch a lot of ownership. I mean, Ronald Jones, Sony, Michelle, David Montgomery, all those guys going to be very popular. People like Darrell Williams, um, Devin Singletary is still going to catch some ownership. So I think everyone, when they're building this week, just is liking living in that mid range. And if they do get up to someone, they're getting up to Jonathan Taylor. So everyone is, um, just kind of skipping over Eckler and Kamara in their builds because, they don't fit that well, um, and it's it's a tight cap this week. So, um, but I, I think it. I think getting in Eckler or Kamara on your rosters, um, it's easier said than done. But man, they're they're awesome tournament plays. I mean, they both have you know slate winning upside, um, you know for for the running back position. And they're going to come in. I mean, in a lot of stuff, they could be five percent owned. So, uh, the other interesting thing for Kamara as well is it looks like Mark Ingram is going to be out. So, I mean, even any concerns there about his touch projection are pretty much out the window. I mean, it's going to be him and, and Tony Jones in the in the backfield there. So um, Kamara looks good. Eckler looks good. I do think I slightly prefer Eckler just because I like that game a little bit more. And I think there's kind of less risk, um, you know, as far as targets for uh, for Eckler with Herbert versus, you know, Kamara with Taysom Hill. Um, but but yeah. Uh, Mike diamond says galaxy brain, Ramondre and Damian Harris, same lineup. Um, that feels like, you know, maybe a Millie maker thing. I mean, you need the Patriots 
need the Patriots to score 40 plus points and you need those guys to combine for like four touchdowns um, probably for that, for that to work out. Um, I think there's probably too much opportunity cost uh, there to do that. Um, and maybe if Ramondre was a little cheaper, um, I think it's too Galbrain, but I, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate the thought. Josh Palmer, Zay Jones, or Denver receivers for cheap on DK. Yeah, I, I'm Cortland Sutton of those options. I would prefer Cortland Sutton. It, if, if you do want to punt it off at tight end, uh, Steven Anderson on the Chargers, like I, I think is your kind of stone men uh, punt that looks okay this week with Jared Cook out. Are we pulling out our cocks today? I mean, I, I'm literally not wearing uh, pants right now, um, so it would be it would be easy for me to do that. Um, but yeah, Mo Alley Cox, um, he he's not really on my radar. But again, uh, if you want to punt it off at tight end, I think that's fine. But I, I think down there in that four thousand range, um, Hunter Henry, I think is going to have some cracks in the red zone. Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett, Noah Fant. Um, all those guys look good. And I'm still on Uzoma as well at 3,300 earlier in the week. I thought he was going to be super chalky. Um, but I think things are shifting a little bit more now. And, uh, now that Steven Anderson opened up as the punt play, um, I don't think Higby is going to be, or sorry, uh, Uzoma is going to be quite as popular. Thank you, Vincent. Thank you. I, I'm I'm tilting. I ordered this coffee uh, a while ago, and it's still not here yet. Any love for Vaughn as a pivot off of Jones? If Tampa Bay gets up early, they may give him touches. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's too galaxy brain, and I think it's it's too thin on this slate. I mean, we legitimately have a ton of good running backs. Like we haven't even talked about DeAndre Swift yet. Um, you know, we haven't. I think if I'm doing that, I mean, I'd rather play Rex Burkhead than play Vaughn because we don't have to. You're, you basically have to get two things right with Vaughn, right? It's like, first you need Rojo to fail or to get hurt or to make a mistake and get benched, which could that happen? Sure, but that's still, you know, one part of a two-leg parlay. And then you also need Vaughn to then play well himself and, and get a bunch of carries and perform. So I don't like having to hit those kind of two-leg parlays with things. I'd rather just play Rex Burkhead again. No David Johnson. Um, he's been operating as the bell cow. No one's going to play him. He's cheap and, and you know, he's going to get the touches. You don't have to get two things, right? Um, you just need him to play well. So, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with that. If you make five small field GPP lineups, how many Lance teams would you make? Yeah, this is a good question. I'm building three lineups myself and then we'll build a uh, three for tilt space. I have one Lance lineup right now of my three, um, mainly because I I'm having a hard time, you know, getting to all the quarterbacks I want to use. I like Huntley. I like Josh Allen. I like Dak. Um, so it's just hard for me. I think if Lance, you know, was a little sneakier on this slate, you know, if he was sub 10% ownership, I think I would be, you know, jamming Lance across three lineups. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to be at one. And if I was making five lineups, I'd probably have two. I'd probably have two Lance. Is JT less ideal with Wentz confirmed starting now? No, I, I would I would say the opposite. I think it was less ideal if Wentz wasn't starting. Um, I, I think you want the offense operating at peak efficiency. You know, if you have Ellinger in there at quarterback and they're stalling out on drives, um, I don't. I'd rather have an efficient offense uh, in exchange for a few less touches for Jonathan Taylor. I don't think anyone, we don't have to worry about Jonathan Taylor's touches regardless. Um, and, and having wins in for the offense is good. 
yeah, favorite punt tight ends. Yeah, I just mentioned um, Steven Anderson. Um, I, I think Uzoma is probably the best punt tight end. Um, and yeah, otherwise it, it's not a lot in that, you know, the true, true punt. It's more that, that 3K to 4,200 range. Um, I do think kind of similar to last week, I do really like the idea of if you don't have Cooper Cup on a roster to use another Ram Obviously, Sony Michelle is going to be popular, but using a Higby, an Odell Beckham, a Van Jefferson, um, all of those guys are in good spots and you can kind of get, you know, some direct leverage on that. Although because the ownership isn't going to be too out of check, I guess you don't have to be hunting out that leverage as much, but it is just such a good spot for the L.A. passing game. Pessimism about Connor going around Twitter. Yeah, that one has been interesting because earlier in the week, it seemed really unlikely he was going to play. And then the more recent reports from Schefter were that there was optimism. So um, I'm telling you, if, if there is any doubt, I, I mean, I'd preload my lineups with Chase Edmonds. I mean, if if Chase, if James Connor doesn't go, Chase Edmonds is going to be a smash play because there's just not enough people who are going to build with him in mind. And he's probably going to be, you know, 10 to 15% at most. Um, and then you're getting him in the best game environment. Um, it's a total smash and there's good pivots. Like I said, you can easily pivot um, to Eli Mitchell late. You can also pivot to Deandre Swift if you needed who plays late and who I think is another really good uh, tournament option and, and good pivot if you're behind early and can't eat more chalk. So yeah, build, build your lineups with some space for an Edmonds or Mitchell or Swift. I think, I think that's how I will be rolling today. Um, Pete, I have to ask you a start set for the championship. Okay. We will do, we will do start set. Eli Mitchell, Ronald Jones, Damian Harris, or Sony. My God. Uh, oh, sit one. I thought, I, I thought I had to sit three of those. Um, if I'm sitting one there, goodness, that is so hard. I guess Man, I hate this. I hate this. I guess I'm sitting. I guess I'm sitting Eli Mitchell. I, I don't. I don't know what to tell you, man. All four of those guys project very similar. Um, all very good, strong plays. I don't know. You can literally pick your favorite, and you're not making uh, a bad decision, or pick your least favorite. Um, here's a little news item I just saw: Bills wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders listed as questionable with a knee injury is not expected to play today. Um, yeah, so Gabriel Davis looks pretty good uh, to me uh, at 5,000 without him. The entire Bills passing game looks awesome. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's pretty interesting. Gabe Davis there at 5,000. I don't think he's going to be super popular. I think people have a little bit of sticker shock on Gabe Davis where it's like, hey, this was our you know $3,900 wide receiver, and now he's 5K. I'm not paying that. Um, but his role is good. The implied team total for the Bills is super good. Uh Karain in his walkthrough had a nugget of um, when the Falcons have played these, you know, top five passing offenses in the league, like the Bucks. Um, the, those teams are averaging like 38 points against the Falcons. So this is just an absolute smash spot for the Bills, um, and I want to get exposure to a lot of guys in the passing game. Kyler doubles viable today? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Kirk and Ertz or, you know, Kirk and, and AJ uh, Green, or I'd even, I would actually think, consider like, if I built a Kyler, I'd probably go Kyler, Chase Edmonds and Kirk. Um, and then, and then see how things shake out there. And then you could always pivot it if needed. But yeah, I think you can roll out Kyler doubles. 
Um, are you forcing Huntley stacks? I am going to play a Huntley stack. I think that game um, is incredibly juicy. The hard thing is Mark Andrews and Cooper Cup are so, so expensive. It's almost impossible to fit both those guys in the same lineup. So I've been I've been wrestling with, do I want to not play Cup and play like Sony Michelle and Odell Beckham from the Rams side, or do I not want to play Andrews and play Marquise Brown? Um, Marquise Brown actually looks pretty decent to me. Um, but man, it is scary to fade Mark Andrews <laughs> and I'm already fading him in, in all these best ball <laughs> contests. Cause everyone has him and, uh, and Eric and I do not have Mark Andrews on our team. So, um, yeah, I do like Huntley a lot though. Uh, and he's going to come in at far less ownership than Lance and his ceiling really isn't that differently. Nobody talking about Swift. Yeah. I mean, there's just, I mean, we have a 14 game slate. There's a ton of good plays in that same range. And so some of these guys are going to go overlooked. The nice thing about Swift is it is, you know, a late swap um, kind of option that you can keep open. Um, you know, some other options I was looking at. So I think like the Michael Gallup, Chris, Christian Kirk minis are going to be very popular today. Um just because it's one of the best games, those guys are probably underpriced relative to their role in their projection. Um, but like to give you guys a really nice like 2v2 pivot, um, you could pivot Michael Gallup and Christian Kirk to Mike Williams and Cortland Sutton. And I know that's far less sexy, but if you have, oh, my coffee's here. I will be right back. You guys need to entertain yourselves for a second. I'll put this up. I got to get my coffee. You can look at the Sims. We're in business, baby. Now we're cooking. Now, now we get, now we get our coffee pour. Now we get our coffee pour. Here we go. This is what everyone tunes in for. All right. We're good. We're good now. Thank you for dealing with this coffee pause here. Um, okay. Let's see here. Catching up on the chat. Yeah. Willis mentioning, uh, Brevin Jordan at 2,800. Uh, definitely don't mind that. What is swift ownership looking like? Uh, I I am seeing around 10%. I think it's going to be lower than that. Um, how do we feel about a Mitchell cooks mini correlation? Um, I, I like that. I like that thought. Um, it's funny. I actually think Rex is still my preferred, uh, Texan to play, but cooks looks solid. I mean, his role has been so good. Um, and if the if the um, if the 49ers get pushed, you know, it's it's probably going to be because Cooks makes a few plays. Let's see here. Best defensive punt. Yeah. So defense. I feel like there's a lot of good options at defense um, in the kind of twenty eight hundred to thirty one hundred range. So defenses on my radar. Dolphins look good to me at twenty eight hundred. Giants look good to me at twenty eight hundred. Uh, Panthers at 3000 look good to me and chiefs at 3000 look good to me. If I have the salary getting up to 49ers would kind of be my dream, you know, 3,800 sub 5% ownership, 
They have a defensive line, offensive line mismatch uh, per Brandon Thorns article on ETR. It's just a really nice defensive spot there. But man, it, it is really hard to um, get the money to get up to the Niners. And there's also not a lot of good punt play tight ends. Like once you go down from like Giants, Dolphins, Panthers, Chiefs, like you're, you're sacrificing a decent amount of projection and just a, a lot of bad defenses here. Fant, Albert O with Denver missing wide receivers. Yeah, I think Fant, Fant is definitely in that conversation down there with, with Higby and, and Everett. Um, I probably wouldn't do Albert O, um, but yeah, Fant, Fant, I don't mind. There's just a lot of just risk with that offense in general with, with Locke at quarterback, but I don't mind it. Any favorite D's for TOC online final? And are you stacking it with an RB? Um, yeah, so I ended up buying um, a couple defenses cheap. I think I bought some Titans and Dolphins defenses um, in the marketplace. And I think I did even add a 49ers defense. They were only like $30. Um, I don't like on TOC to stack the defense with the running back because it's similar concept a little bit with DFS. Um, you know, you want the defensive scoring. Uh, to kind of propel you as far as, you know, getting a touchdown, pick six, whatever. And so anytime that's happening, that's another possession that your running back doesn't have a chance to score. So I think that kind of slight, you know, negative correlation there uh, isn't ideal for kind of the TOC uh, settings and, and scoring format. So I, I am not stacking those. So like, you know, where I have, you know, Patriots defense, I'm not using Patriots running back and I'm kind of mixing and matching those. I'm using Saints uh, running backs in sp some spots, but not Saints defense with them and just trying to uh, capture as many touchdowns as possible. Do I play any of the turbo slates? Uh, I don't. I, uh, it's hard enough for me to uh, juggle um, all of this stuff. So I'm main slate, then I can focus on late swaps. And today is going to be a day to, uh, to uh, be late swapping. Um, if, you're, if you're writing like Christian Kirk, Michael Gallup stuff into 4 p.m., uh, and you're not smashing early, uh, you, you've got to be ready to to late swap. Um, Uncle D. Rich, thanks for the tip, man. Uh, does the weather scare you off digs? Um, no, I don't I don't think it is. I can let me read here what uh, Kevin Roth sent me. He sent me notes to include in the newsletter. He said about he didn't even write up that game. Didn't even write up that game. He wrote up three games for me. Uh Miami, Tennessee, which we mentioned, cold and wet, lots of rain, Detroit, Seattle, wet weather and gusty winds, and then Minnesota Green Bay tonight, just really cold temperatures. So, I mean, if the weatherman isn't isn't writing up uh, anything about Buffalo, then I am I am not scared about digs. Um, Worm pointing out Marquise Brown coming off COVID. Yeah, I, I do think that's that's a fair concern. I mean, we saw it last week with Tyree Kill. We've we've seen some of these guys come back um, and mention that they're having a hard time breathing and, and getting back to their, their cardio. Yes. I, I did tell the lady I was on a call. Like you, you want me to tell the poor lady I'm doing a GPP show and she's like, come on. Um, <laughs> now I'm getting roasted for saying I'm on a call. Sorry. What I should have said is I'm talking about galaxy brain GPP plays with 402 of my closest friends on the internet. I did, I did message Bales. uh, to see if he was around last night, but uh, I think he, I think he was an old man and went to bed early. 
guys, please don't roast me for trying to quickly get my coffee. Well, I tipped her very nice. I, I don't need to deal with your guys' shit right now. Is Goddard a priority on a value-starved slate? Um, I mean, I think Goddard looks awesome, but I, I wouldn't say he's providing like a ton of value. I mean, he's 5,100. Um, to me, that's pretty expensive. But yeah, he looks good. I, I think outside of, you know, Kelsey Gronk, um, I mean – even like it's kind of shocking seeing uh, Leone's ceiling projections. I mean, he has Goddard with a slightly higher ceiling projection than both Kittle and Mark Andrews. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Goddard looks really good. Um, I know Karain in his walkthrough um, has talked about how Goddard is running a little hot on his efficiency and is probably due for some regression. Um, so that, you know, is maybe a little bit scary, but I think he projects well. I mean, I was running optimals earlier and he's in the main ETR optimal right now. So, um, I get it. I get what you're saying, but also, um, I think I would be preferring to, um, correlate my tight ends this week, you know, with my game stacks and stuff like that. Um, and I, uh, I, I'm just having a hard time getting to Goddard, um, in that way. Is this one of those weeks where no one plays Mahomes Hill Kelsey? Yeah, I mean, you, everyone keeps saying, like, is it is no one going to play Cup? Is no one going to play JT? Is no one going to play the premium Chiefs double stack? I mean, start building those things. You run into dead ends so quickly. Um, it is, it's almost impossible to do a Mahomes Hill Kelsey. You'll you'll run through salary so much because it's like, where, where are you finding salary relief um, if you're rolling that out? I mean, you're looking at three to four punts um, across your lineup to make that work. And so ultimately I think you're just giving up too much ceiling projection when you're building like that. So um, if I was doing the Mahomes double and I, I think I would be doing a Mahomes Darrell Williams, and then I would pick one of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey or Mahomes Pringle with Hill or Kelsey. Um, the, the Pringle thing, it's just kind of like the, you know, now that uh, Kelsey is back, everyone, he's not going to pop in the projections as much, but his role has been strong and he's really been operating as, as the wide receiver too there. So that would be just kind of like an IKB. Um, maybe his role has grown enough that he can absorb, you know, Kelsey coming back into the lineup. But honestly, I think I would play it Mahomes, Darrell Hill and try to save some of that salary elsewhere. CPAT on the Sims. No, you know, this is, it's funny you mentioned that because it's like every single week, uh, Patterson is normally popping in the Sims and, uh, yeah, he is not there, uh, today. Um, it's been tough for Cordero Patterson. He's just not getting used as a receiver anymore. And that was what was really giving him, um, that high floor ceiling combo. Now he's being used exclusively as a running back. Um, and now they're on the road, um, against one of the best defenses in football in a likely negative game script. So it's, it's going to be hard for, for Patterson to pop today. Nick saying, seeing a lot of reports saying that even if Connor plays, he's expected to only be in a support role with Edmonds handling the majority of the work. Yeah, I do think it's a little tricky, though, because we've seen that before, and they they still like using James Connor in, in the red zone. And if Connor's active and they're using him, they're going to be maximizing his touches, and those are going to be those high-value touches um, around the goal line. So I do think if he plays, it, it definitely hurts Edmonds. Um, it definitely does. Um, but... I think my thing is like, it's going to be pretty binary for me. If Connor suits up, I'm going to play Eli Mitchell. If, uh, if Connor doesn't suit up, I'm playing Edmonds. I'm playing Edmonds everywhere. Downer DK. 
Downer DK have a TOC tourney? I don't know what you're saying, Six. Um, Leone just made Bill sound like fine weather, really just cold. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any concerns uh, for there. Bateman is a smash with Huntley. Wow. Um, I mean, Bateman looks really good. Uh, I hadn't considered uh, Bateman. I do think if you were stacking up that game, then that would be an interesting play. I just, uh, the quarterbacks like Huntley and Lance and stuff, I just don't feel the need to double stack them. And so then if you're doing a skinny with Huntley to Bateman, I don't know. I don't mind it just because of how you're trying to find salary. Like if you are trying to get up to Cooper Cup um, in a Baltimore game stack, um, I don't mind that that Bateman thing. I'm going to have to look at that a little closer. Did someone, did Worm, did you rug me on this information? Hollywood didn't have COVID? Um, there we go. Willis says 400 watchers and only 45 likes. Wow, you guys are being stingy with your likes in this new year. Someone in the Marriott is watching the show. <laughs> um, I am in Miami. Mike, any concerns about being at the live final without actually qualifying for the live final? You know, I, I didn't need this needle uh, this morning, Mike. Um, yes, I do have concerns about being there. Um, I do have uh, my 10 online main seats, and that's all that matters, Mike, and the friends that we made along the way. Thank you, King Coakley. We need uh, 10 to fill the deposit kingdom. I'm still... I'm still livid that last week we had 399 out of 400 entries. I think I pinned it in the chat. Otherwise, it's in the show notes down below. Please fill that tournament. Um, it is the last. It is the last big main slate contest. Next week is cash game week. So you guys use your imagination on what that contest might look like next week. But it is not. It is not uh, going to be a GPP. Corey loves himself some Chiefs doubles. Just, just don't do the premium double. It, it, it's too hard. It's too hard uh, to pull off. Um, look at King Coakley influencing people in the chat to get in the tournament. Thank you. Uh, also, check out Rob's recent videos. Rob has had put out a couple funny videos. He did a Swolecast uh, parody. Also did uh, an underdog video the other day. Uh, good luck in the BBM2 finals as well, Rob. Um, what, why are you guys calling me Pinocchio Pete? Like, I, I mean, where, where is this coming from? Um, Taysom, Huntley, or Russ single entry GPP. Huntley for me. Huntley for me. Um, anyone look good on Cincy? Honestly, the only Cincy guy I've used in my builds is Uzoma. Um, Chase and Higgins are, are really expensive. And it just goes back to that thing. Like, yeah, you could, you can roll out the, the Chiefs double and then bring it back with a Chase or Higgins. Um, but it's, it's really expensive. And I, I just run into dead ends. I run into dead ends so quickly with some of that premium stuff. So if you guys have, can tell me the, the value that you're finding uh, to, to help facilitate some of these uh, I'm all ears, but yeah, I have been having a hard time getting to that. So I think my chiefs, cause I'm not going to roll out of Mahomes, homes uh, I think in my three lineups, but I have been doing like a Tyree kill Uzoma or a Darrell Williams Uzoma. Those kind of minis is really all uh, I'm on. All my lineups got pulled by DraftKings. What do you mean, DJ Local got pulled by DraftKings? Um, now, now I'm like worried that uh, that something happened or there, but uh, I'll, I'll look into that. I don't know what you're saying, DJ Local. Uh, I have a good feeling this week. Nice, me too. 
me too. All right, Willis sniffed out what the contest was for next week. Um, do you think Ertz and Edmonds negatively correlate? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, if you're stacking up that game, you're making a bet on there being 70-plus combined points scored in that game, and then you're going to want as many pieces of it as possible. And I don't really worry about those guys negatively correlating. If it was like – I would say in my other example, like a Damian Harris, Hunter Henry, those guys probably negatively correlate because you're trying to capture the red zone touchdowns and anytime Henry scoring, then Damian Harris isn't. Whereas Edmonds is going to get most of his work through the air in explosive plays. He's not as reliant on touchdowns. Uh, I would say James Conner and Ertz would probably be more negatively correlated just with how James Conner generally scores his points. Um, have I done any back testing on the Sims this season? No, you know, in my spare time six, I have not done any back testing on the Sims, but that's a, yeah, that's a question for Justin. And I'm sure that is part of their off season roadmap here. Are they offering tamales at the Marriott? Um, I'm not sure. I did at the hotel, my guy, Chris, or at the, at the airport yesterday, my guy, Chris G told me I need to go to D 20 in the Miami airport and order a colada and, uh, uh, a guava pastry. And so I did that. And I also added in an empanada and it was very good. I went out for pizza last night. I talked about this earlier, AJ Brown with Waddle mini. I said, I wasn't forcing the mini, but I like um, AJ Brown as a one-off. We did it. The deposit kingdom filled. Congratulations to all of you. Um, Samuel, thank you for the tip. Are double stacks more viable in a full slate today? What about the bring back option in that more in play as well? Um, so, I, you know, I'm of two minds of this. Generally, you know, on a bigger slate, we have 14 games. You're going to need really, really high scores today to win tournaments. Now, if you were playing the Millie Maker and trying to win that, I don't think double stacks would probably be the best way to do it because you're going to need to hit the nine-leg parlay. And, you know, if you, if you double stack, you know, Diggs and Gabe Davis and one of those guys has three touchdowns and the other doesn't, like that's going to be fine for small field but you're going to need the individual plays across the board in the large field stuff. But I think if you're in tournaments that are, you know, two, 3000 or less, I think double stacks and bring backs are still very viable. We have what three to four games that are legit candidates to soar well over their total KC, Cincy, Baltimore, Los Angeles. I know that Baltimore, Los Angeles game is popping in the ETR game scores by a good bit. Um, and that factors in a few different elements, obviously the totals, but also kind of the ceilings of the players in the game. Um, and then you have Dallas, Arizona, and then you have these teams, you know, with the big implied team totals where you don't need to force the bringbacks. But in those three games I mentioned, I mean, if you're rolling out a Mahomes double or a Dallas double or um, what was the other one? Or like a Huntley or a Stafford double, I do want to play those as shootouts. Um and I think you just have to be conscious of, is the salary fitting? Like, does it actually match up with your lineup to do a bring back? The bring backs are kind of easy in that Dallas, Arizona game, because you have Gallup and Kirk who are pretty affordably priced. Um, it's a little trickier in some of those other games um, where there isn't quite as much value. You think stacking the Eagles is stretching it? I know that Washington secondary gives up a lot of points. I think it's fine to roll out a Hertz skinny stack with either Goddard or Devonta Smith, but I wouldn't be double stacking them. Oh, wow. That sucks. DJ local thought got a hit thinking he was multi-accounting. I'm sorry. I hope you, uh, I hope you get that. Um, let's see here. 
favorite GBP tight end under 3K? I, I mean, I guess Brevin Jordan or Steven Anderson. I don't think I'm going to have either of those. Peter, what are your favorite pizza toppings to stack? So, yeah, um, I prefer to skinny stack, um, you know, a single topping. Um, if you are going to double stack, though, maybe uh, try the mushrooms and pepperoni. Um, do not onslaught. I'm not a meat lover's onslaught kind of guy. Too much opportunity cost. Uh, <laughs> must have taken some willpower to do this on vacation. It wasn't, it's not willpower. It's just, I woke up hungover this morning and, uh, I was worried. The thing that the only thing I don't like is having to do all of this on my laptop. I'm used to having my monitors. And so I feel, uh, very constrained, uh, trying to do everything, look at projections, the chat, tweet deck, all of that stuff. Um, Partying with Laird last night and still doing a cram today, our content cake. Thank you. That was a very nice tip. Uh, yes, I had lots of fun uh, with Patrick uh, last night. As if you guys, uh, I'm sure you guys can already tell, but that dude is just the nicest, most genuine uh, down-to-earth dude ever. Uh, fucking love that guy. Um, all right. Let's see. Any final questions here, guys? I don't know if there's anything we're really waiting for to come across for this 1130 inactives here in 10 minutes. It feels like most of the stuff um, has already shaked out a bit, um, but definitely keep an eye on that. Top score on the slate today. I mean, if you were just getting your money in good, you would just say Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor. But if I wanted to go kind of off the board just slightly, I, I think Tyreek Hill. Um, I think Tyreek Hill could be the highest score on the slate today. I think he bounced back after that COVID spot. I also think that the Chiefs boat race the Bengals and the Bengals uh, kind of are a letdown. I think this is like a 40 to 14 game for the Chiefs here. Uh, I'm pretty excited um, about their chances to score a lot of points. Oh, and now you just want me to give up the optimal lineup here. Um, I do need to go start building again. I, I'm running into uh, to dead ends here. So I am going to shut this down. Um, I will be back. Uh, I'm going to try to do tilt space. We'll see how things are going. Should be back uh, around 6 p.m. over on ETR. Hopefully we have a million dollar sweat. Hopefully you guys have a million dollar sweat today, whether you're in season long finals, best ball finals, DraftKings, whatever it may be. I hope you guys ship it. Uh, love doing these crams. Love chopping it up with you guys on Sunday mornings. Good luck to you guys and we'll see you later. 